Good evening, everybody. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. So we're going to go ahead and get started. If you haven't felt it already, you are so welcome to a quick 15, a moment of prayer and devotion for the St. Paul family with our pastor, Dr. Robert Charles Scott. But Dr. Scott had a meeting this evening, so he asked me to step in and hold the line for him. So this is Reverend Kelly Baptist, who is here to connect with St. Paul and lead us in some prayer and devotion this evening. What a privilege it is to carry everything to God in prayer. Prayer just still makes me excited. I know folk have moved on to other things nowadays. They get excited about all kinds of stuff, but prayer is still just, there's just something about touching and agreeing in Jesus' name that there's just nothing like it. But we don't have that much time. So as we get started this evening, and we are so glad to have everyone who's on, uh, we're going to look at the book of Acts, chapter 17, verses 24 to 28. Just a couple of quick verses. That's the book of Acts, New Testament, chapter 17, and we're going to start with verse 24. I'm going to read from the New International Version this evening. And the Word of God reads as follows. The God who made the world and everything in it is the Lord of heaven and earth and does not live in temples built by human hands. And he is not served by human hands as if he needed anything. Rather, he himself gives everyone life and breath and everything else. From one man, he made all the nations that they should inhabit the whole earth, and he marked out their appointed times in history and the boundaries of their lands. God did this so that they would seek him and perhaps reach out for him and find him, though he is not far from any one of us. For in him we live and move and have our being. As some of your own poets have said, we are his offspring. And our theme for this evening's prayer and devotion time is let's be grateful kids. Have you ever given your children, your friends, a loved one, a gift just out of the kindness of your heart and been so pleased because you knew that you had found just what was right for them, the perfect gift? You were so excited just to be able to make them happy, not wanting anything in return, but to see the look on their face. And then sometimes they open it up and they, they, they may look at it with a smile and then move on to the next thing, leaving that perfect gift lying on the table as they go do something else. Or what if they don't even open it or they never say thank you? That feeling, guess what? It happens to God every day. Family, in this season and beyond, let's be grateful kids. As we contemplate moving back out into the world, leaving the homes where we've been staying put for a year and a half, and reforging our connections with the outside world, seeing each other again for the first time, let's emerge from this space 
as grateful kids. I mean, and you may be thinking, well, I'm grown. I'm retired. I'm, why do I need to be a grateful kid? Well, first, because God made everything, everything. Our text says that the Lord made everything that exists in the world, and he set up the boundaries of the land, and even in what time period stuff would exist. That amazing, all-powerful God, yet we know from the words of Jesus in the parable of the lost sheep that God cares so much about each and every one of us individually that when one of his own wanders astray, he's willing to be like a shepherd and leave the herd to find one lost sheep. God made everything but your one heart, your one questioning soul, your joy and pain matter so much that you have God's unswerving attention. Now, that's an awesome gift. Why else should you be a grateful kid? Because God gives. In our text, verse 28 explains that God gives everyone life and breath and everything else. John 3.16 reminds us that he gave his only begotten son. God gives. Why? Because we're his kids. We are his offspring. In verse 27 says, God did this so that they would seek him and perhaps reach out for him and find him, though he's not far from any of us. Let's be grateful kids because God consistently gives and waits for the off chance that we will reach out to him. It's a miracle and a mystery that you and I, us, with all of our imperfections and moods and general being special, are God's offspring, his kids. We somehow spark in God, the creator of life and the universe. We spark in him a love and an allegiance that makes him keep presenting the perfect gift to us, whether we leave it on the table and walk away to find something more exciting or not. How many times do we give up the gift of peace for money and let our jobs drive us to fatigue, distraction, or even drink? We give up the gift of communion with God for pleasure and skip the service or Bible study just to lay around. Child of God, let's be grateful kids. As we emerge from this place and into what's next, let's choose to be grateful. Why else should we be grateful kids? Because God stays near in hopes that we'll reach out and grab him. The creator of all things stays near to us so we can seek him and reach out and find him. What powerful reasons for us to be grateful kids. Both God and people who give the perfect gifts only have so much patience with their loved ones who leave the perfect gift lying around. At some juncture, without a thank you, when they don't open our carefully selected gift but wander in their attention to somewhere else, we all eventually run out of patience. Without some appreciation for all we've done and without asking for anything in return, without some respect for all that we've given, eventually there comes a day of reckoning when we stop giving. But God continues to press. He continues to make himself available so that we have the chance to turn to him in gratitude before time runs out. As we emerge into the world, let's do that as grateful people. 
because things could be different, because there's been sickness, but there's also been healing, because there has been pain, but there's joy, because we miss each other, but we'll see each other again. Let's choose to be grateful people. Ignore how the news reports are always touting the negative and choose to focus in the direction of the positive and allow God, the giver of every perfect gift, to keep giving over and over again just like he always does. Family, let's be grateful, kids. The prayer line is now open for you to share your prayer request. I'm going to open it up, and everyone, feel free to speak out loud and share your prayer request before we go into prayer. Our disciple Deborah Brown, who had knee replacement surgery this week. Okay. Oh my goodness. Pray for the Mack family. The Weldon family. The Anderson family. Pray for the Holland family. The Walker family. The The Brown family. Jacqueline Brown. Jacqueline Brown. My family. And Deacon Anthony Brown. Both of them. Both deacons. Mm-hmm. family. We can family. Let us pray. God, Lord God, we thank you for all that you have done, Lord God. We just want to bless your name, God, because in the darkest spaces of these last several years, God, you have been there. And the moments that we got so tired or so frustrated, Lord God, you were there. And now as we are on the heels of another change, another season of transition, God, we just want to be grateful, God. Thank you for always being there. God, we bless you for those who are still dealing with illness, God. We lift up those families who have been called out in the presence, oh God, on this line. You said in your word that where two or three are gathered, you are in the midst, God. But we are more than 50 people strong, God. We are touching and agreeing that you have the power, that you have the might, and you have the desire to work in the lives of those who have gathered on the line, and even those families whose names have been called out, God. We continue to pray for Pastor Scott and for his family, that you will continue to strengthen and keep him that you'll give him fresh vision, oh God, that you'll put a hedge of protection around him, oh God, to lead him your way, not anybody else's way, not even his own way, God, but your way. We thank you for giving us a shepherd who is willing to be led by the good shepherd. God, we pray for the ministries of St. Paul, especially those who have been serving in this time of, of quarantine and pandemic. God, we thank you for their faithfulness, God. We pray that you'll continue to touch and to heal and to keep them as only you can do. 
you, God. And, Father, we gather together just saying thank you. Thank you for being so patient with us, God. We don't get everything right, and some days are not that good, Heavenly Father. But yet we turn towards you, God, in gratitude that you've given us another breath, God. You gave up your only son. You gave us life eternally. You gave us another chance, God. And so we just want to bless your name, Heavenly Father. We stand touching and agreeing that you would loose your will, God, so that it would be done on earth just as it is in heaven, with immediacy, with perfection, and with joy, God. We come against every force of darkness that is seeking to build a kingdom against you, God. And we call on your forces of light and hope and truth to tear down every stronghold of the enemy, God. We come against the forces of hatred, of racism, of disruption and corruption, God, of evil and malice and hate, God. And we call on your power, God, the power of light and love and peace and hope and joy. It's not a delusion, God. It's a choice, Heavenly Father, to walk in the light and to trust that your light can burn away the darkness, can defeat every enemy, can lift up our heads, can strengthen our bodies, can renew our minds and renew our souls. God, we thank you for giving us the strength to lean on you one more time, God. We thank you for continuing to keep us in perfect peace as our minds are stayed on you. God, we pray that you will put your words in our minds and in our hearts and even in our mouths. Clean up our tongues, God, that as we emerge from our homes, as we touch it with our community and our families and even those strangers outside of our homes, let what comes out of our mouths be the word of God. Be what you are speaking to those who are around us because we're in a world that needs to hear your voice, God. They need to hear your word, God. They need to hear about your love. They need to hear about your sacrifice. They need to hear that there's another way. There's not just one way. Lord God, they need to hear that there is hope, there is life, there is joy, there is salvation, there is healing, there is wholeness, there is peace, and it's found in Jesus. God, we trust you. We love you. We bless you, and we believe you for every single request and every situation that we are facing. We are your grateful children, and we adore you. We adore you. We lift up your name. We give you glory, honor, and praise. We thank you for this, the family of St. Paul. We pray that you will bless each and every person on this line until we see and talk to each other again. In Jesus' name we pray, and we all said together, Amen. Amen. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. God bless everyone. You all have a blessed rest of your week and be saved. Yeah. <laughs>